Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. All right, so let's have a party. <laughs> so today's topic is creating a special event for your clients. So having some sort of special event, it can be a priest prom, it can be carnival, a carnival, a Mother's Day brunch, a Father's Day tea, or track and field day. Ooh, I love track and field. Dinner, uh, dinner in, dinner out, uh, movie nights, parent night out. We got all kinds of ideas of things that you can do. As I say, that sounds now, like an awful lot of ideas. You're going to make them think they have to do all of care. No, absolutely not. But I'm kind of channeling Kate. So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell Kate that you need to do shoestring marketing and then you just let her go, your ears will bleed because she will have thrown so many ideas at you. Most of those things I just suggested are going to cost less than $200 and they're going to make your clients super happy. <laughs> um, so I kind of want you to just kind of riff on this a little bit, Kate. What is your favorite, like if, if a program just has $50 to spend on making their current clients happy and doing something to build community and to build a network what should they what is an event that they could do with that 50 bucks ooh 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 okay so um <laughs> first of all i'm going to suggest that if you're listening to this podcast and i say this a lot even in our classes or if you're on the phone with me in a consulting setting get a piece of paper so pause the podcast go get a piece of paper and a pencil and come back all right so you have a budget of $50 or less and you are wanting to show your family um, that you appreciate. And so some simple things to do with that. I'm all about um, feeding people. So if you them, they will come. So doing some sort of potluck where maybe everybody else brings beverages and a snack and you have spaghetti. Have you ever thought about how much spaghetti you can make for $50? A lot of spaghetti. You can make a huge amount. <laughs> a chili is another really good one. And, and chili or tacos. Um, so you might even think about if you've got a, a parent organization or a parent board, you might even find out and look at the ethnicity um, of your community. So do be to make sure that whatever you do is relevant. Um, and if you're not sure, ask them if this is a, a population that perhaps you're not sure what they would really like to do. Ooh, I love a survey. I love a survey. <laughs> yeah, so surveys can be formal. They can be email. They can be survey monkey. They can be tallied on a clipboard as people walk in the door. And so I'm always really good about that. Look for special times of the year. Um, and so kind of work with the special time of the year, but don't necessarily make it entirely on that day. So for example, um, if you wanted to do something on St. Patrick's Day or in honor of St. Patrick's Day, you may not necessarily do a family event on March 17th. You might do it on the 14th, 15th, or 16th and let them celebrate on uh, the 17th with their own personal family or community. And that goes the same with, um, you know, the, the holidays that are often faith-based holidays, but have definitely been commercialized, such as Easter or um, Christmas. Christmas. Um, there's always Thanksgiving Thanks. and Mother's Day and Father's Day. And so I do love um, when the kids get to be involved and you can make this part of your curriculum for the week before. So something like um, a, a breakfast with mom or uh, afternoon lunch with dad um, and the kids get to make uh, cards and gifts and placemats. They get to make the invitation the event. These are all a really great and inexpensive way to pull your 
your community together. Um, and always make sure, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to, that if you're going to do something that's a mom event or a dad event, that you come up with a more neutral term for that because the people are living with um, other adults in their life that aren't perhaps like, moms and dads and maybe their grandmas or aunts or other guardians. So yep. guys and me, those kinds of events. Um, and maybe even then it's significant others and me, depending on, again, your clientele. So always keep yep. that in mind. Because you could have two moms, you could have two dads, you could have no moms, no dads, um, all of those. I want to throw out there also having made up holidays. One of my kids' favorite memories is actually Polka Dot Tuesday. And I would just occasionally decide it was Polka Dot Tuesday. And so everybody would wear things that were polka dotted. And, you know, our snacks would be pizza with pepperoni. And instead of shredded cheese, we would slice string cheese because it's all mozzarella. And <laughs> all these different things with polka dots. Um, you know, you can, or you can do talk like a pirate day. Just spirit you know. week. Just having a spirit week. We're yeah. doing one this week because it's kind of a confining week. And, you know, we had, today happens to be Christmas. And uh, yesterday was crazy sock day. And tomorrow is Disney day. So I think that um, spirit days are always a lot of fun. Crazy hair day. You know, who doesn't love crazy hair day? Um, if you have school age kids, especially in the summer. I mean, some fun ones to do in the summer with school age kids are 80s days, 50s days, and 90s days. You know, some of your staff are going to think that's fun. Depending on the age of your staff, they may be all like, oh yeah, that's still in my closet. So, you know, something to... <laughs> Um, if they're a little bit of a hoarder, you know, you might have that too. So definitely something to keep in mind. I mean, I really do think that the your goal as a program should be trying to do something for your community at least four times a year. I also am really big about those being community collaboration. So uh, depending on where your program is physically located. So in other words, are you in a strip center? Are you in a business complex? Or are you on a beautiful piece of acreage out in the middle of nowhere? Uh, so all of those those obviously are going to play a factor because you can always do kickball. You can always do water balloon field days um, that are also family friendly and not just for the kid or some sort of crazy um, Easter egg hunt. And so if you have partners in your business, um, like in, if you're in a strip center or a, a business complex, uh, look at who's there and do any of them have services that could be uh, collaborate. So if you have a restaurant, maybe they would be willing to provide the dessert um, and Lou to possibly get for the new family. We've worked with clients who've done um, parent night out, where if you buy the package through the child care center, you have a, a set menu with the restaurant, but you get that meal at almost half price because it's bought in advance. It's a guaranteed purchase and the restaurant has determined your menu. And so you drop the kids off at your child care center. You walk down a couple of doors and you have 40 minutes by yourself and maybe several other of your parents at that parent night out at that restaurant. So that's probably one of my favorite uh, community collaborations. And I think I went well over what Carrie expected me to do or how to spend dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's what I, I warned them. I warned them if we turn you loose, it just kind of goes. Um, and I think, you know, that really helps people to think outside the, I have to do the spring carnival. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not saying the spring carnival is a bad thing, but the spring carnival is a whole heck of a 
lot of work. And if you're just doing Mother's Day and Father's Day, you've got all those issues with single parents and with same-sex couples and with grandparents. So going outside and, and instead doing it track and field day and having the parents, you know, do a sack race with their kids is a totally different way to look at it. Or the date night, parents night out package, those kinds of things are, are just a very different way to look at it. Well, let's talk real quick about um, community collaborators and something like track and field day. So I love the track and field days um, way better than carnivals. Uh, carnivals are a great uh, community project, especially if you want to make sure that your community knows that you're there and you're trying to do some sort of recruitment. So don't ever do a spring carnival uh, where you're going to invite the community without it being timed to basically take summer camp enrollment. I mean, you have to be doing that for a reason on your end, not just spend a lot of time for the community. Look at it as a sale. So right. let's talk about field day and community partners. As most of us know, there are a ton of other businesses in a community that would love to have zero to five and six year olds as their customer base. And so these are other people who we can partner with. They're not really the dentist. So you do have the healthcare professionals, but you have the little karate program and you have the little gymnastics program. And I'm going to plug the little, you know, American Ninja Warrior program. You're going to have but also kinds of programs, uh, science also, programs. Also clothing stores and toy stores. Absolutely. Bookstores. Um, there's all kinds of businesses that want that, that, that age group. So a lot of times child care centers immediately go, oh, I'm going to call Kaplan or Lakeshore, but they're not going to really help you with a, an outside field day event. But if you call the, the, the little gym as a, a franchise example, and so, and they're all over the country. So if you called the little gym that's closest to you or some version of a gymnastics facility that has a preschool program, and you ask them to come over and do one station at your field day, they're going to come and do it hopefully for free because they're going to promote or advertise. Also, dance studios would do that too, probably. Absolutely. That would be a great one. So think about what your field day looks like. Think about your facility and maybe it's not field day. Maybe it's elective day. I don't know. You, you can come up with... Um, I love themes. And so it could be a time of year theme. It could be things to do in the winter, how to stay warm. And so everybody from kid yoga to, to uh, you know, the local ice skating rink come out. Um, and so you could get everybody to kind of talk about, uh, do demos. And so you you almost audition them and you make sure that they understand that they're not getting paid by you. Put a limit on what they can give to people. So you don't necessarily want one vendor to come in and give out t-shirts and the other vendor to come out and give out stickers. So you might encourage people to stay in a budget range if they're going to give out some sort of handout. Dentists, toothbrushes, and um, all of those things are great, but you know, every kid can only have so many toothbrushes, and they're probably already thinking they get two a year from the dentist, so do they really want one on a fun day? <laughs> so, um, Well, but if they gave those red tablets, kids love the red tablets, the toothbrushing tablets. I think the dentist should give those, not toothbrushes. Absolutely. I think those are always, um, I'm not sure my kids agree, I always like those. Oh, my kids thought they were hilarious. Especially oh. if you can use black light. Mine um, didn't because I would make them go brush their teeth again. So, <laughs> you know, like, no, they, they were pretty much happy with a one time a day kind of. But again, that's a whole other story. So, so think about whatever event you do, you are not in this alone. So make sure that your event is um, including either your staff. So if it's just for the kids and families in your program, have your staff involved. Figure out how to make your curriculum for the week go around that. If you are doing something a little larger scale and you're in a facility, 
facility that has neighboring businesses, you know, try to come up with some sort of um, event that might work there. If you want to do a broader uh, opportunity, and maybe it's an opportunity catalog kind of event, and that's where you've got the yogas and the skaters and the gymnasts and the movement people and, you know, anybody who does a preschool class, piano, the dance. So all of these folk, um, and what's really awesome, um, what I really love is you might find some of those partners that have daytime availability. And they might, if you have the space in your facility, be willing to offer their program and classes in the afternoon so that parents can still have that enrichment for their child, but they don't have to pick them up at five o'clock after work and take them someplace else. They could start to I get some love of their family that. Back. I love that because it, it becomes a tiny little, you know, revenue stream for you because you take like $5 off of each child's tuition for their rent, but, or of the, anyway, uh, it can be a way to increase your revenue, but also it makes your parents so happy because they're getting the gymnastics or they're getting the karate or they're getting the sign language, Suzuki violin or whatever the thing is that's I, I was a good just match for your program. All the foreign language programs, because we used to do that. <laughs> I had one center that always had, you know, and it was included. They actually, from the beginning, had their rates to include three of these different elective partners from and the get-go. And that helps with, that helps with your USP, your unique selling proposition. What makes your program the program that everybody wants to go to? That's what we're talking about with these special events or with the including special activities. Um, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, 4-H are great things to do if you've got the school age kids. But we're, we're marketing to our existing clientele. We're creating a unique selling proposition. What makes your program the program? Yeah, so you also want to make sure that you're creating raving fans. And so sometimes you have parents who really can't figure out how to help them. They, they're like, oh, I just wish there was something I could do to help. You know what there is? Um, almost every family has access to the internet or um, something either from a phone or a computer at the library. Encourage them, even give them instructions on how to do a Google review, how to do a Facebook review. Um, encourage them to interact with your social media. Um, just posting things all the time is fine, but you want them to engage and like, comment and tag people and, and those kinds of share. So sometimes parents need to be told this is what they need to do. And so um, I personally um, am taking um, one week a year where I go and do Google reviews of businesses that I've used over the year and that are different that I haven't already reviewed. And I take another week a year to uh, do Facebook reviews for, again, businesses that perhaps I haven't already done a Facebook review. And if you suggest that to your parents that this is this is the week for that, then you're telling them to do it for you, but also for the other businesses that they support. So it doesn't come off to them as you being quite so self-serving. Well, and what's really great is if you say, this is what you're doing, kind of with the implication that hopefully they would turn around and do it for your business. You may have to be more blunt depending on your parents and your friends, um, but it might be something to keep in mind. And then another week a year I spend, and I try to do it in either the spring or the summer, where I buy gift certificates or actual gifts for friends and family for upcoming birthdays or holidays. There have been some years where when I do that, I actually have my Christmas shopping done in July. So that way I'm not spending all of that money in November and December. Um, I do often have to remember where I put them and I have to remember (laughs) that I did that. Um, uh, Right now I bought a bunch of gift certificates for different um, organizations and different small businesses. And so now I'm like, okay, I have to remember that I have that (laughs) because that's an awful 
awful lot of coffee or, you know, um, I don't know if my child's going to go rock climbing that much. So I have to remember that I have those. And the same thing for your business to do. And I guess we're a little off topic here because we were talking about how to create raving fans of your parents with special events. But another way to create those raving fans is if you buy those gift certificates and things like that, if you have a, a box where you put those things, if you know that a parent just got laid off or if you know that a parent is just found out they're expecting a baby you know if they've got a major piece of news you can give them that really cute coffee mug that you just couldn't resist buying but you have no use for it (laughs) you know it's just really cute and so that can be something that you give to the parent when they find out that they're having a baby because maybe it was a cute parenting mug I have Shakespeare mugs yeah we could do the same thing with with staff and again that comes back to previous topics about making sure that you've done um, staff interest inventory. But, you know, if you have a staff person who's having a rough week, you know, now granted, for example, the coffee um, gift certificate I bought this week was a large one. Had I thought that through, um, buying five smaller ones would have been, a, which would have been the same price, uh, would have been easier for me to use in that fashion. I bought it entirely because I was selfish that I would use personally. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but right now, if you're one of those people that um, kind of likes that idea, you can also think of it as once or twice a year, you could be buying um, employee gifts. You could be buying other sort of like movie theater gift passes. Um, and you could combine, you know, a $20 gift pass with a $10 uh, appetizer coupon from another restaurant. And all of a sudden now you've got some gifts for staff, you know, that you may need to give them when they do something special or they go out of their way for somebody. So trying to look at your budget, create ways to create raving fans, your raving fans really need to be internally and externally. And so that needs to be your staff as well as your. So make sure that people love working for you. And so absolutely cooking meals for them. Um, Carrie used to do this all the time. She would make, and that's actually where I heard about it first was Carrie fixing spaghetti lunches um, as lunch for her staff. And I just kind of, you know, did my thing with that. So remember <laughs> that sometimes you'll hear an idea and you can make it your own. And I think we have a podcast where I did a rant about um, uh, spaghetti dinners. I'm going to have to go see if we have that one. We may not. That may have been one that we actually, um, <laughs> it was a little too ranty. <laughs> <laughs> not sure we edited that one. So we may have to go back and and do that one again. So you may have to make sure that you keep a listen out for um, the spaghetti podcast. Okay. So I think we've kind of uh, dumped a whole bunch of information in people's heads about various ways to have special events and to create some raving fans of your existing clientele. We talked a little bit about making uh, raving fans of your staff. We'll be definitely coming back to that issue. So let us know what questions you have on either of these topics. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your stories of what is the best event you ever did for a parent and or for parents in general. And what is the event that you tried that just failed miserably? Oh, please I want to hear shoot that those one. Over. <laughs> so please shoot those over to uh, hello at Colorful Clipboard and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, 
share the show. 